Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And it's just the two of us this week. Yeah, just us girls. Girl talk. Uh, We love talking about uh, interior design styles. Rachel and I, um, (laughs) one of our many duties is talking about is, is editing stories about like home decor and um, home improvement. We love doing it. And there was actually a study that came out uh, this week from Joybird. Joybird is a furniture company. and Like an online furniture company. Yeah, correct. And they did a study uh, about the most popular interior design style in each state in the nation. Um Yeah. So, of course, we had to take a look and see, you know, if we thought it matched up with our expectations. And what did you think, Natalie? And they've, well, they've done this study. They did it. I actually wrote the same story, this, the version of the story in 2017. Um, And there were some differences, some changes from that year to this year. Uh, There were some definite surprises. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We were talking before the pod about some of these that I don't know. So, well, should I go through the different interior styles? Okay. Well, actually, okay. So their methodology, what they did, the studies based on, um, Google search traffic for, I think a year's, uh, range. I think that's the, the date range that they looked from like the past year. Right. Uh, and they just saw how many people Googled these interior design styles. Um, and the different styles are industrial, vintage. There's a lot of them, so bear with me. Industri- <laughs> industrial, vintage, shabby chic, mid-century modern, minimalist, rustic, urban modern, art deco, coastal, Asian zen, bohemian, eclectic, French country, Hollywood regency, modern country, traditional, transitional, and Victorian. And the style that took the top bill was industrial industrial took the top spot in 12 states from across the country but what i thought was most interesting about it was that most of those states are pretty rural so we've got alaska yeah illinois louisiana michigan montana ohio utah wyoming and i'm sure i'm missing a couple more in there but does this surprise North you? North Carolina. Oh, yeah. North Carolina and North Dakota were also in there. Um, yes, it's very surprising because I would think states like New York, Illinois, states with these big cities of industry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of hard to define as a style, but um, it's typically like, you know, exposed, rough, very masculine. And I would think that these more rural states would you know, lean toward maybe modern, rustic, modern country. The only thing I can say is that you hit the nail on the head when you said masculine. Um, One of the people who worked on the report for Joy Bird told us that industrial style is very clean, very masculine, and very minimal. The industrial style tends to be a little bit more underdone, a lot more raw. It's very unfinished looking. And 
the only thing I know is that, like, for instance, where industrial style reigns supreme in Alaska, there are more men than women in Alaska and probably in a lot of these rural states. So maybe they just get down with industrial style. Yeah, maybe the men of those states are like, how can I decorate my house in industrial style? (laughs) They're just going on Google. Um, Industrial decor. Yeah, I I mean, I, I wouldn't. Just just from looking around the the internets, uh, the Pinterest, your Pinterests, your you know your design magazines, your what have you. I, I don't know if I'd say that industrial is any sort of trend, a uh, big huge takeover trend that's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, I thought it actually kind of already happened. Yeah, I think, and maybe it's just a new iteration of industrial and also who's to say that like no offense but like north dakota i don't know if they're like a like a trendsetter state no offense oh my god no i think north dakota totally is taking offense to that any of if we have any listeners from north dakota i'm sure that you are a trendsetter in your own right um it's just not a place that we look to when we look for trends right i would be interested to know if there are men listening to this podcast who are also Googling their interior design style. And I want to know what it is. Yeah. So you can email us at podcast at realtor.com and tell us, or just yeah. if you're a man, just, just email me. That's okay. Yeah. You, or you can just slide right into Rachel's DMS. <laughs> Cause I feel like, I feel like you would enjoy having a nice dinner and conversation and a glass of wine with a man who wants to talk about his design style. Interior right. design? Yes, of course. I'm all, yeah. I'm all ears, so please email podcast at realtor.com, rachel.stoltz at realtor.com. I'm here for you. <laughs> at going rogue on Instagram. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Slide into those to you. Well, if you guys are wondering what interior design style is most popular in your state, please go to realtor.com slash news. You can check it out and tell us if you agree. Email us at podcast at realtor.com or tell us if you think this is crazy. We would love to hear from you. Did we hear about this? You heard about the Area 51 nonsense. (laughs) I think I was late to the party a little bit because I just, I'm not too active on Facebook where I believe this kind of took root. Initially, do you want to fill people in if they haven't uh, caught give on? The, give the backstory. Uh, if, if you've seen a sudden resurgence of Area 51 in the news, it's because of a Facebook event um, that was created by someone named posting because I'm in shambles um, and two others. Uh, and it's an event. It's a Facebook event. Happening on September 20th, and it's called Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop All of Us. I'm just going to read the details. We will all meet up at the Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry. If we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens. It's basically a bunch of them of people who are like, let's all figure, let, let's all go attack Area 51 and see what's the up. The truth is and out so there, let's go figure it out. Exactly. So naturally, people became obsessed with it. It went viral just because it's so weird. Uh, uh, currently, there's 1.9 million who are confirmed going to this event. 
and 1.4 million <laughs> interested, which obviously this is not going to happen. Um, it's just a big joke. And the creators of this event even said so, that it was just a big joke uh, yeah. when the U.S. government actually issued them a warning saying, please do not do this. This is an Air Force base. You will be... <laughs> I don't think they said we will, will take action. Yeah, I don't think they said you will be shot, but like they were like, do it was not implied. approach us. Yeah, like it's you, very no struggle implied. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the reason why we're talking about Area Fifty One on the podcast um, for House Party is because we did a story this week, uh, kind of playing off of that viral news story, um, showcasing some houses that are near Area Fifty One. In case yeah. you want to be near this momentous event. Near the action. Yeah. If it goes down. To be clear, Area 51 is an Air Force base, and there are not any houses that are particularly close. No. Um, everything that we found for sale was about 100, 200 miles away. I think the closest one was like 60. So, slim pickings. But, hey, if you need to be near the truth... There are options out there for you. We pulled some houses. Um, they're really, I mean, they look exactly like you would think area houses around Area 51 would look. Very um, modest. Very modest. That's a nice way to say it. Um, <laughs> in the Nevada desert. There's but one, there are a couple cute There's ones. one that's, that's 40, 480K. Where's that one? The nice white one. Oh, yeah, at the very end, yeah. Five acre spread, four parcels of land. Like it's a big property. So we could do that, right? We could pull our money and swing a a house area 51, right? I think I'm going to save my money this time. (laughs) No, no desire. You don't want to see them aliens? What are you talking about? (laughs) I don't want to see them aliens. I, I'm not a big like alien extraterrestrial head. Yeah, are you? Did you watch like the X Files yes. and Oh, really? Yes, okay, I was cool. obsessed with X Files. David Duchovny was oh. Oh. on plastered on my wall growing up. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? That will be all, Mr. Mulder. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer. Because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. So for you, this is probably a really exciting thing. I've seen Independence Day no fewer than like 47 times. So yeah, I am intrigued by extraterrestrial wow. life or the possibility of it existing in a classified space on our, uh, in our country. I, I want to know what's going on behind those doors. I want to see them aliens. So... You know what? Did you... I think I'm going to go to this event. I'm going to mark myself on Facebook as going. I think you should. And I think that... Um, actually, no, I don't think you should because I don't want you to get shot by the U.S. government. <laughs> no, I... This is this is obviously a joke and we love the, the fact that we were able to... But the houses are not a joke. The houses are No, the houses are not a joke. And we love the fact that we were able to put a real estate spin on it. So if you want to go check out these houses, go to realtor.com slash news. Uh, they're there. And if you want to, if, if you have plans to go to Area 51, bless and let us know, I guess. 
Yeah, tell us how it goes. We'll be tell us waiting with bated breath. This next one, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> well, do you do you want me to try to break it down? The headline is confusing as hell, and I can't. I don't get it. So tell me a it's, story. It's it's a story from the Sun. Um, it's one of those really long headlines from them. Uh, it just says. Ed Sheeran angers neighbors again as singer uses hay bales to keep 500,000 pound swimming pond secret. Uh, what? <laughs> a lot going on in that headline. Okay, so Ed Sheeran has a big estate in Suffolk um, in the UK. And uh, on the property, there is a pond. It's a big old pond. Um and he supposedly uses it for pool parties. His neighbors his neighbors claim that he uses it for pool parties. Um, they've heard his celebrity friends come over. They've heard music coming from it. And they said it's not that's not how it's supposed to be used. Uh, but it's like a natural pond, not a pool. No, he he it's it's a man-made pond. Ed Sheeran apparently had to file an application. For it, and the application said that, quote, it was to support nature conservation, providing a natural habitat for breeding in wetland invertebrates, such as dragonflies and water beetles, as well as providing a source of drinking water to birds and mammals. So he put this in with the intention to help the critters that come on his property. And uh, apparently he's just inviting over all of his celebrity friends and whooping it up at the pool and it's pissing off his neighbors what he where, where these uh hay bales come into play is he positioned like a a wall of hay bales around the pool to hide the pool from the the street so people driving by can't see it any officials driving by can't see it well what would happen if instead of hay bales he just built a wall trump style yeah, I don't know why he chose hay bales as opposed to like an actual wall. I mean, maybe he was trying to be more um, discreet about it. Discreet. Do you think that they're mad See. that they're just not invited? Oh, yeah. To party with celebrities? Oh, absolutely. Like they're just they just want an invitation. I would. One one neighbor, Tony Robinson, said Isn't Tony Robinson <laughs> not the Tony Robinson. Like, isn't Tony Robinson like the motivational speaker? <laughs> yeah, who's embattled right now about I think like sexual harassment or something. So um, okay, well, it's not I'm, that Tony Robinson. It's a Tony. Yeah, Robinson. I'm guessing. I'm guessing it's a different Tony Robinson. Um, but his neighbor. Ed Sheeran's neighbor, Tony Robinson, said, I believe that the development of the site is more about creating an environment for a wild lifestyle rather than the actual wildlife. Ouch. No, no word on if this is actually going to court, if this is if there's going to be some sort of legal um, action taken. But uh, do you think he's being a jerk? Do I think that T Tony Robinson is being a jerk? No. Do you think Ed Sheeran's being a jerk? Um, by doing this. No, it's in like a remote location. It's not like this is like it's not like the neighbors are right next door to him. So I have, I, yeah. I mean, maybe sure sound carries. It's it's like the countryside, okay. But and is it really happening that often? No, I mean, he's on the road and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Maybe maybe once a couple times a year. I don't know. God but, forbid. Yeah, 
I don't think I don't think Ed Sheeran's being a jerk. Uh, I think his neighbors need to chill out. I I think I think it would be cool to do. A, I, I I was just saying off air. I did a party and my rule for the party was no one was allowed to bring bodyguards or entourage. Like if you were an artist, you just came what? as yourself. So Bieber turned up on his own and played pool with Twenty One Pilots, and that like that was like a nice thing rather than like Bieber hanging out with his entourage in the corner and like. Not usually one to take sides with celebrities, but I know we usually, <laughs> especially Ed Sheeran. Like it would be fun to yeah. fun to poke at Ed Sheeran, but um, seems like a nice guy. Just trying to have some fun, lay off. Right, exactly. Rachel, were you ever a Kid Rock fan? <laughs> um, I don't know how to answer this question. Rachel, I let me like... tell you. Let me tell you about my favorite <laughs> recording artist. What about Nickelback? Well, I thought you were a big fan of Nickelback. That is a close second. Uh, yeah, Kid Rock. Um, definitely, like I'd consider him an A-lister. Unfortunately, yeah, he's one of those people who everyone kind of knows about. Uh, he's been rocking for a long time. Kid Rock and I'm the real McCoy, and I'm headed out west. So- Anyway, Kid Rock's uh, Detroit home has hit the market for $2.2 million. Um, It's a really beautiful 1930s colonial style home. It has like the shutters, you know, the the black shutters, white paint. Like it's really, really beautiful. Two stories, Mm -hmm. three stories. And it's right on Lake Michigan. Or the Detroit River. The Detroit River. Never mind. Yeah. Um, It's right on the Detroit River. So it's a beautiful piece of property. However, mm-hmm. the inside is <laughs> hideous. It's a big don't. I would say. It's a big don't. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. So, and Rachel, do you want to tell us about all of this, the crimes that have been committed inside of the home? <laughs> <laughs> the war crimes? Yes, I will. <laughs> I thought, first, I want to point out that this is on the market for $2.2 million. Um, He purchased this property in 2012. Uh, we don't know what the purchase price was, but the home was listed then for $465,000. And that was eight years ago. He's, again, on the market now for $2.2 million. So if he can sell it, he stands to make a pretty profit. Um, yeah, damn. But whoever's going to buy this, I'm guessing, is going to want to completely erase <laughs> any indication oh, of the inside. It has good bones, but that's about it. Let's break this down, then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shall we start in the dining room? Let's which do it. Which is the most egregious, I believe, of decor crimes. He likes in um, he likes Kool-Aid Man Red. Because <laughs> because that's the color on the wall and the table and the chair and the cushions. It all matches. And um, then there's like really grandma looking yellow curtains. Like kind of like the curtains that Donald Trump has in his office. <laughs> yeah. They're very swaggy. Um, they're made of like really, really heavy silk. Uh, yeah, the floors are nice. There's nice like wooden hardwood floors. Um, <laughs> so it's salvageable is what you're saying. Sure. Just a, a can of paint. Oh, this house is completely salvageable. That's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. with new paint, you know, take out all new new window treatments like this place is it's a beautiful house it's just 
you need a lot of yeah. cosmetic updates need to be done. There's also the look, can we talk about the basement? Oh, with the checkerboard floor. The basement that has um black and white checkered floor and, and um, a picture of the band. Oh, that's his band? A beer pong table. Yeah, I think that's his band. Okay. And then there's yeah, beer pong, like a like a regulation <laughs> purchased from whatever beerpong.com, like a real table. Um <laughs> with like the circles for the cups and everything. Like this was clearly his this was clearly his man cave. Yeah, but the whole house is like weirdly masculine. It looks like a dude lives there, but then also weirdly grandma. Yeah, it's very it's very much like the son lives in the basement <laughs> of his of his and mom's then grandma yeah. died and he moved upstairs right, right right i mean it's it's definitely a very uh schizophrenic energy that's going on in this house <laughs> um that's accurate i like that i like that description um anyway so if he can sell this place for the asking price he will make out like a bandit um even if he can sell it even if he drops it by a couple hundred thousand dollars i think he'll still come out ahead so to be determined tbd on kid rock let's move on to winners and losers do you want to describe winners and losers sure this is our segment at the end of the episode where we discuss the celebs who made a good deal might have made some money in real estate and the celebs who might have lost some cash uh are our real estate losers Let's start with the loser so we can end on a high note. The loser mm-hmm. is OJ Mayo, who is a <laughs> former NBA star. He played for the Milwaukee Bucks. And his house is in foreclosure. Um, I don't know who he is, so I have nothing to add here. We need uh, we need Mr. Gunther for this. This would be a good one for Eric Gunther, our other co-host, to discuss. Um Apparently, Mayo is from West Virginia, but he um, purchased this house in Milwaukee. He bought it for $1.8 million in 2013, and um, it had been on the market for $1.99 million. So he actually got a good deal on that back in 2013. Um, he found himself in a bit of trouble in 2016. He was dismissed from the Bucks after um, violating the NBA's drug policy. He got caught up in drugs. So, uh, yeah. So now, unfortunately, the house has gone into foreclosure. So the courts determined that he owes uh, $1.137 million. Um, oh, my God. On the one so point- almost the amount that he paid for it. <laughs> Essentially, uh, he took out a $1.26 million loan on the home um, when he bought it. And he owes a lot on that. Um and yeah. so the property went into foreclosure in October 2018. And, uh, yeah, it's, I mean. That sucks. We don't. But the house is really nice. And apparently he is now living in China. He's not, it's not like he's staying in this place and not like he has to, you know, make quick moves out of this place. Um, it's, it's just sitting vacant. So, unfortunately, um, it's been seized by the bank. Um and they were going to try to try to recoup their money. But um, that's 
definitely a reason for him to be our real estate loser of the week. Yeah. Let's move on to our winner. Uh, another athlete is Tim Tebow. We know him as a football player. I love like us trying to get through the sports. <laughs> I put Kevin Nealon on there, but you you took it off. <laughs> Kevin Nealon. Gonna... Kevin Nealon. He didn't really strike me as a loser though, because he bought the place. I mean, he lost maybe a couple hundred thousand, but yeah, I was just looking. That's fine. I just. <laughs> But the but two, I but he, the but two he, of us try to talk about sports ball right now is uh, I know special. Well, Kevin Nealon he he sold it. He still sold it for more than he bought it for. So I didn't think that that. I mean, he didn't get his he didn't get his asking price. Sure. But okay. I didn't think that that qualified him as a true loser. Um, listeners, please bear with us um, as we're talking about sports ball. Eric is the one who you know <laughs> is is better versed in all this. So anyway, so Tim Tebow is our winner of the week. Uh, he just purchased another house in Jacksonville, Florida. This one uh, he purchased for $2.9 million in June. Um, and he actually got it for a deal. It landed on the market for $3.5 million, And so he, he got a $600,000 deal. So this house is very modern. It's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful house. Um, kind of cold looking, not really my style like so it. much. You like it? Oh, it's not your style? Yeah, I like it. Um, but you know, it's a beautiful house for entertaining. I, I could see him hosting many parties here. Uh, huge pool, huge hot tub. I know you're into that hot tub. Uh, you know I am, girl. Rachel loves a hot tub. <laughs> yeah, there's a um, 120 bottle wine room, two offices, a gym, a home theater, and a game room with a bar. Um, there's a formal dining room with seating area and grand piano, and he's got, it's on a pretty large piece of property. He's got an acre and a half and there's a beautiful pool, um, also a lake. It's on the lake and a golf course. So he did good. Well done. And this is the, the, this is the second property that he's picked up in the Jacksonville area. Uh, the other one, he reportedly paid 1.4 million for a smaller home. Um, so this also in the same community, right? He's taken over. Yeah, truly. Rachel, I think that's it for this week. I think so too. Listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to read any of the stories that we discussed today, you can go to realtor.com slash news. You can also go to Google type in realtor.com and the topic, and it should pop up. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us. We are podcast at realtor.com. Please join our social media. Rachel, tell us about all of our wonderful social media pages. Yeah, we have a Facebook account. Uh, we would love if you gave us a follow there. We're at House Party Pod. We're also on Twitter at House Party Pod and Instagram at House Party Pod. Um, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to them. Um, and please remember to give us a five-star rating and review. That will help other people discover our show. We will be back next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And Rachel. That's it. Bye. Bye. Bye.